meet my pitch. Uh, um. No, even more like wavering and sort okay. of. Uh, okay. Okay. And. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a warm up, people. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Back to Reality, a reality TV time machine. I'm your host, Jordan Skinner, and I'm joined today by. Alex Allwine. That's me. I'm here. What do you want from me? I'm what here. do you want? I'm here. I'm here. I showed up. I showed up. I watched the damn show. I really, d- I did, and I took the fucking notes. And I took, yeah. We realized today we have a system for taking notes. Alex takes all of them until she gets tired <laughs> and bored, and then I realize she stopped taking notes, and I start ravenously taking notes yes. in like the last ten minutes but of the, the thing episode. Is, I think we're the same, like page for page, except you just write much more spread out than I do. Yes, my notes are like huge and in terrible handwriting. And yours are like concise and following the line. You're also writing on quadrule paper. That's very uh, German architect of you. Thank you so much. It's very Bauhaus of you. Thank you. Very brutalist. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. What type of, ar- if you were a type of architecture, what type of architecture would you be? You can't hole say the Bauhaus ground. or... <laughs> <laughs> I would make the best holes in the ground. All of them would be sort of like gynocentric. So as mm. far deep down and as many layers as you can get with a bunch of shrubbery, I'd like do a lot with landscaping. Um, yeah, it would all be vagina based. Vagina based hole. <laughs> yes. You? With landscaping. Well, one of my favorite things that my sister ever did, she is a, an artiste, mm. was... Um, <laughs> And we always reference this. She went to the beach and she made vaginas out of sand, basically, but she didn't see it, apparently. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a bunch of photographs of sand vaginas. Um, Wait, how old was she when she was doing these? Like In her teens, I think. Okay. But she just was like, that's not what that is. And I was like, are you sure? You're like, what is it? And she had no answer for me. And um, then we all knew. That she was a vagina? Yeah. She's she, a massive vagina. She was just one big walking vagina. That's good. Yeah, that was great. Great times. Man, memories. Art. I'm getting so nostalgic for like the good old days when what we were making vaginas in the sand. Oh yeah, when every, everything was a vagina when I was and so younger. Vaginas in the sand, fall in the sea. Is that Jimi Hendrix song? Vaginas in the sand. Oh. And vaginas, oh. vaginas made of sand. Oh, oh. So oh. today we watched season <laughs> one, episode. Eight? I think it was eight. Yeah. Episode eight. eight? And it was called. Shit where you eat. <laughs> That's what it should have been called. Could have. Um, it's called Thy Name is Duplicity. <laughs> How'd you like, do you like that read? Can we try it again? Give me two more. Two more takes? Okay. Actually, no. Three. Three and then we'll move on. Okay. Three in the can. Just one after another. Thy Name is Duplicity. <laughs> No, didn't like that just one. Trying to, okay, yeah. I'm just gonna go. This one's just. I'm gonna play around with it a little more in this one. Yeah. Thy name is Duplicity. <laughs> a little more. A little just more. Want a little more less. of like an intention coming through. It just seems an like intention. You're just switching up the tempo mm, and, and mm, like how mm, fat. Mm, you know, like this. How about this? I got it. It makes some sense. Thy name is Duplicity. <laughs> That's good. That was very like Jesse Eisenberg. I like that. It's like I, I I just. It's very hard for me to be. It's like like to talk to other people. Because it's just so weird. You see that movie he made about Google. The Google, the Google, the Google, the Google book. <laughs> just the Google, the, the Google network. And that tall guy, Tom, uh, Tom Hanks was in it. Tom Hanks, man. Tom or Tom Cruise. I always get him confused. 
I mean, there's not much of a difference. Tom Cruise always worked with Susan Sarandon, and Tom Hanks mm-hmm. always worked with Cuba Gooding Jr. So it's like mm-hmm. the pairing radio. romantic like comedy ra- in radio, and then the male thing. They, I think they were all in radio. Were all of them in radio? Well, the truth is, we're not the ones been teaching radio. Radio is the one been teaching us. I'm so I got lost. I got lost I too. Got lost. We lost the thread there. Survivor was good though. Hmm. Um, God, I gotta work on my segues. He. Uh, so day twenty two. Day twenty two. That's how I started my notes. Also, <laughs> there was a merge last week. There are nine castaways left in the newly formed uh, Ratana. Remember how it got its name? Well, they need a little pizzazz, so Sean put an A on the end. <laughs> there so we go. yeah, how could I forget? Um, and uh, everybody's sort of reeling. From the last tribal council, Sean says, you know, expertly, there's really no reason other than strategy to vote Gretchen off. Which, which, what other reasons are? I mean, I guess there's the no, whole. that's the most factual <laughs> thing he's ever said. Yeah, but <laughs> the implication yes, Sean, that he was yes. trying to make was like, and why would you use strategy? You know, it's just stupid. I don't think he knew what he was doing. It was like rainy. He was looking off in the distance. Probably just like a producer told him to say those lines. He's like. Yeah, I agree with that. But here's the thing, though. Mm. And everyone's kind of feeling it. What's the thing? Sean could flip. He's you the said only... that this entire <laughs> fucking episode, and not once did anyone broach it. There was never a like, close shot of Sean looking like confused and like, uh, morally. None of that. He's just in his own world the whole time. They yeah. should have been trying to flip Sean. Why? But he... he would never. It was their only chance. He was the one... Mm. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Basically, we find out that Rudy was the one who decided to pick Gretchen. Which because, I call bullshit on. Yeah. I call bullshit on so hard. Mark Burnett decided yeah. to pick Gretchen, so he told Rudy. <laughs> Can't have a woman winning this show, Rudy. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. She's starting to get to be a real pain in the ass. Great. Classic Rudy. Classic, Classic. Rudy. <laughs> um, Kelly's like you know I don't get it everyone's here like to win money I don't get why people are like standing around trying they're not here to make bosom buddies as she said which I thought was a good play on the whole not here to make friends thing but you gotta mix it up spice you gotta it mix up. it up spice it up yeah not here to make work acquaintances not here to make a fair weather friend not here to touch butts with someone you barely know <laughs> I like that one the best <laughs> You're right. I'm not here to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can do that anywhere else. I've done that with enough people. Um, <laughs> I couldn't decide whether to keep playing off that joke or just move on. So I'm going to move on. You looked confused. <laughs> I was confused. I was lost in thought for a second there. Jenna wants to uh, make an alliance of her own. She's got a really uh, foolproof plan. She's going she's gonna to make an all female power alliance guys this was before taylor swift nobody knew how to be friends with each other as women before (laughs) taylor swift how could you expect this is how these women to get along and to trust each other and to play with like women hating other women something gloria steinem amy poehler tina fey like none of these things happened yet yeah there's no solidarity it seems very dumb of her to count on these other women there's one thing taylor swift has taught us it's that if Mm. your agent can't find you a female friend (laughs) Then no one can. That's so depressing, but you know, Ugh. sign of the times, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, we weren't there yet. We weren't there yet. And so it seems foolhardy mm-hmm. for her to make all these statements and then try and like get close with Sue of all yeah, people. Yeah, Sue's playing her pretty hard. She's like, no. yeah, the women are gonna, 
So my Sue and my Rudy just are just turning into the same person. So she wants to make a, a a woman alliance. And I don't hate Jenna as much as I thought I would. I thought she would be really annoying, but I don't really hate her that much. But, you know, if they have an alliance, I'll go along with it. But um, I'm pretty happy with uh, what I got going on. I, I, I like my blah, blah, blah. That's basically the thing. That was also incredible because that was like almost verbatim what she says, wow. I feel like. And it was just like I was that transported nap I took today. Back. That three-hour nap. Um, <laughs> and uh, Rich is just still uh, getting them, getting them food. But meanwhile, they're running like dangerously low on rice. They've got enough rice to last them for two days at the rate they're going. Yeah, they have so a little like risotto in plastic mm-hmm. Ziploc bags, and they're like, "How much will this feed?" So they Rudy have to the, ration things. Rudy, the rationing expert's like, well, that's how much we've been eating every day. Rudy's so. not the rationing expert. Rudy is the one that keeps on eating everybody else's food. <laughs> yeah. But They're nobody like- <laughs> talks about it anymore because he's got the executive producer in his pocket. Yeah. We found out if you didn't listen to the mini that we made that was completely unintelligible that we probably won't release. Probably not going to put that out. <laughs> it was, uh, we found Mark out Mark that- Burnett recruited Rudy for Survivor because he was a consultant for this other reality TV show, Eco Challenge. Which um, sounds like Survivor. Yeah, I think it was probably one of the beta stages. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so never, you know, we were told that Rudy got to Survivor because of like a, a newspaper advertisement, but really it was mm-hmm. by way of the executive producer who also had Collusion. him saved yeah. instead of um, Stacy Stillman being voted out. Uh, he... Yeah. Mark Burnett went behind the scenes, did a little Tinker Tailor soldier spying. And Ooh, um, good movie. Thank you. I have never seen it. I've seen it. I think I've seen it. Twice. I haven't really seen good. it because I'm always really. I like Gary Oldman as like a theater actor, but I get really nervous when I see him on screen for some reason, and I don't want to be disappointed. You know, it's like, like the, the Dark Knight reaction people usually have. They're usually like, oh, that actor's on stage doing it live. I'm nervous for them. Really? You're like, he's on screen and it's recorded and they well, edit it. Well, just because he's so much bigger generally yeah. than what I find is, in quotation marks, required. And anyway, <laughs> what do I know? I'm not Gary Oldman. You have a wonderful, illustrious career. Bye bye. Okay. Never be ashamed of who you are. Um, so, next section, I guess, of the episode is Greg versus Richard. Oh, yeah. The the meeting of two minds, the collision of titans, the battle of the bulges. (laughs) 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 So... You can't make a joke while I'm drinking. Well, stop (laughs) sipping like a common fool in the middle. All right, so Greg has got his number, figuratively speaking. Uh Um, I really wish that they teamed up. I do, too. I really wish that they teamed up because I think both of them... Have such a admiration for one another in a in a I think misplaced way. Um, it's just gonna end up with them kissing. Like if they had stayed longer, it would have been great if they kissed. Right? I would have loved that. Would have been great. But um, one quote I also want to just throw out there: "Religion is what destroys our society." Yeah, was uh, the opening statement really just sort of like um, Rich the and Greg are walking down Rich. the beach, and we just without uh, like any interlude at all, we just hear Rich just going. Religion destroy is what destroys society. <laughs> They're like having this really deep conversation. Yeah. It's it's useless. I think religion is what destroys our society. Whoa. Yeah, like all the the way that they're like sort of mentally sussing each other out is kind of ridiculous. 
like yeah. all of these very showy, performative, nonsensical segues with one another, or like they're trying to outgay each other, yeah. and like it's just all these weird. Like they're so. It's very like schoolyard showmanship that they're doing in a weird so, way. It it kind of makes me think a little bit less of Richard. <laughs> It makes because me definitely... Gretchen knew Greg immediately and she never had to do anything about it. She's like, I know what the fuck that is. Yeah. And I think she also knew the same thing about Rich. But these two guys coming together and like kind of holding hands, but not and grabbing butts and then smiling and then running I, away. I think there's an element to it where Richard is kind of like enjoying having someone to fuck around with Um, in the same way, maybe. He was enjoying... Yeah, he, he needs a contender. Yeah, yeah. And he sees a little mini-me in Greg, and he's like, this is so exciting in so many different ways. He's like, this next three days are going to be fun the best before days of I my fucking life. pull the trigger. Yeah, because can't have that competition. Can't have that actually around. But like, oh, that would have been so but much so more Jenna, interesting. But so Jenna kind of notices, she becomes our narrator for the whole thing, and she's noticing like, yeah, Greg's becoming more devious, and... I just I've seen a huge change in him since the merge, and that's kind of where we get. Yeah, they cut say he's a the... chameleon that he'll be different with uh-huh. everybody, and I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I never heard of that before. I've so. never heard that said before. That's when we get the kitten's gonna die thing. He's cutting Colleen loose. I don't know. They made a big show about that. Yeah, they're like, isn't it so funny that she has no idea? And I'm like, I don't think Colleen cares because later on we find out she has almost no reason to be here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, reward challenge. Reward challenge. Yes. You get the tree mail. And it's not mail. It's a target. And arrows. And a bow. But what... What... You know, what's the... What's the... I don't even... What's the challenge? Well, it's really confusing as to what it's going to be. I thought it was like an underwater obstacle course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the archery is the game, and the reward we're finding out is some sort of like gift from home. Jeff shows up on a little ski doo with a big old chest, and they're like, "It's a refrigerator." I'm like, "Sit down, Sue. Be humble." And then they bring it on to the beach, and they pry it open, and it is a very, very old, well, probably very new for them. Yeah. TV. It was a real old TV. <laughs> um, yeah. He looks great too. I just had to point that out. He Although gets, he seemed um, a bit shy this episode. Yeah, he was. He was you being kind I mean? of, he's, he's hanging back in the I think he might have background. been under the weather. He also looked like he was sort of contracting his body at Tribal Council. I don't know if you noticed. I noticed. Um, and I didn't. That was the part where I was taking notes. Oh. So I wasn't looking at the screen. Excuse the fucking me. <laughs> All right. So they are videos from home. Um, the reward challenge you're playing to see the full video in the beginning mm-hmm. they just give you little snippets, little snippets and they go thusly Richard's first and it's his son just his son kind of like maybe at a kitchen table or in an after school program we don't mm-hmm. know he has glasses in the orphanage I was not con- fully convinced this was a child <laughs> as his reaction was very like look at this kid and I was like he's yours <laughs> Yeah, he says, he's like, wow, oh, that's really cool. That's my son. That's really cool. That is cool. That is really cool. Maybe he's at the stage where, like, he's a father that doesn't know his son, and they've just been sort of, like, roommates for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was weird. It was uh, a weird reaction. It was a weird moment. Wow, that's really cool. Then we come to Kelly's boyfriend, who's named Tracy, who looks like a joke um, that was, you know, airlifted from New Pulse University. Um, he has a goatee. Long hair. He looks like the chef that I used to know named Tony. Shout out to Tony. Oh, a sweet yeah. kid. That's a reference everyone will know. Well, Tony was like <laughs> on the edge of like being alt-righty and then we had a conversation Ooh. and then he was like, oh, wait. 
lives do matter. He didn't say all lives, but like, you know, he just baby said, steps. Yeah, baby steps. Um, yeah, very sweet guy, but looked almost exactly like him, kind of squirrely. He was wearing a, one of those like hippie drug rugs. Yeah. And he was just like, can't wait for you to come back, Kelly, man. Peace out. We'll go kayaking, man. It'll be so great. Come home. Let's go kayaking. And everyone was embarrassed, especially Kelly. Yeah. Um. Then we have Greg's sister, Julie. Who is like Greg. In a wig. In a wig, yeah. She had the same like nonsense sense of humor, which I'm starting to realize isn't a sense of humor so much as just like word vomit. It was... I think the part I found most disconcerting was the prolonged kissing sounds that she made and then also like how her shoulders went up as she did it and mm-hmm. it just took so long. It was so creepy and weird. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, next up is Sue. <laughs> so Sue, we see her husband, her son, and her dog. Disclaimer. It was just a shock. We had a lot yeah. to process because um, I just, I didn't envision that for her. I thought she'd have like a very tall, wily, cigarette smoking beer in hand like a Marlboro man kind of a husband yeah like my uncle Mark like I really thought that's who she married but instead oh man um very you had this morbidly obese he's not morbidly obese he's obese well the first shot it was him sitting in the couch and it was like a very like comfy sinking couch and it looked like he lived in the couch well, he's obese. He did get up later and there's like a hold dog, the dog and, and then a child of indeterminate gender, which is not really important actually. But he, I wasn't paying much attention. He also does some like off the cuff. It's poetry, a limerick. It's a, a limerick. limerick. I am you, and you are me. Together we make it through eternity. Not bad, eh? Eternity. I thought get that it? was so cool. <laughs> like she has such a kooky family, and she was yeah. having such a good. Her mouth was open, like guffawing the entire time it was really yeah nice to she see. got the biggest like enjoyment and laughs out yeah. of everyone she was cracking up and her um, dog she's like look at my dog my dog's so embarrassed blah, blah, blah. <laughs> i think my she dad. said uninterested she's like my, my dog-, dog doesn't even give a shit about me <laughs> doesn't even love dog me dog was so cute it was like a little like caramel colored pit mix i was very it excited was a, it was a cute dog oh my god but yeah, that was really cool to see from Sue. Then we moved on to Colleen's parents, who are exactly as you expect. Yeah, they did a little thing where like they <laughs> it was just a picture of a you just saw like a shot of a bed and you didn't know anyone was in there. Mm-hmm. But then the parents popped up out of the bed in unison. They're like, Hi, Colleen. And it's like the mom is a very Nancy Reagan with like a very high white turtleneck with Christmas pins on it. And the dad is like a very Ronald Reagan with like a I didn't even notice him. I thought he was more oh. like a mustachioed uh, Kevin James type. Oh. No, it's just me. He's got that. He's got really great taste in hockey jerseys. Jeez. But that's exactly what you thought. They were very supportive and she was, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever. Then oh. Jervis's baby. No, wait, you're skipping uh, Rudy. No, she's next. Wait, where am I? Oh, no, you're right, you're right. So Rudy's Rudy. wife of 35 years, Barbara. Um, I imagine her name's not really Barbara. Um, and I imagine people refer to her as a sturdy woman, even though she's yeah, quite Yeah, she was frail, like straight like, up homesteading. Like she was yeah, wearing a dress yeah. with like a high collar and standing very straight. And she's like, well, we're all very... Hi there, Rudy. We're so happy for we're you. We're all very proud of you out there, Rudy. Coming <laughs> up and doing all we know you like the challenge. And... Mm. Oh. <laughs> That's not what she sounded like <laughs> oh. at all. But, uh, um, then... Yeah, that was very 
that it seemed like, like the video got older. <laughs> yeah, the video quality got like super it was like warbling. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like it was off with the, the sound, and maybe it was a silent film. I don't remember. It turned black and white all of a sudden, very quickly. The whole it was screen. like her in front of like this one solitary farmhouse with like some hounds around her, and that was it for miles <laughs> around, like settling in Oklahoma. Who knows? Um, then we get to Sean. You really, you really, uh, you really want to get to Jervis. I get why. But Sean, it was his sister. His sister pretends to crash Sean's Land Rover. His family is like, come home soon, but not too soon. And I'm like, even his family hates him. Okay. <laughs> Next. <Now! laughs> you see, so Jervis, we've known before. The history of that is he, I think he has two kids. This is his newest edition. He has two. He has a kid from a former girlfriend yeah. and now his current girlfriend um, I think the kid lo- is just like a little toddler and she's the cutest thing uh, I have ever fucking seen. She says, seen. Uh, was, uh, which I thought was doubly cute like, because of, the way they spelled cute it. Because they, she was saying it, but they also spelled it in the subtitles was, uh, W H A Z apostrophe U P. That was great. There was a Z in there. That's like it was remember. so cute, and then she like blew a kiss to the camera, and I loved Jervis's reaction. Like he did the whole thing where his whole body is going, but he's like s- scraping down his face. It's like he's like, I'm not crying. That's no. my heart and soul. And I was like, mine too. So cute. And then we get the real big, the big hit. It's Jenna's turn, and Jeff Probst lets her know there's no tape from her daughters. And when she found out that it was a reward challenge with archery, she was practicing all morning because she was, because uh, the the note intimated that it would be some sort of thing to do with home, like maybe a letter or whatnot. And she was really she's missing, been her, missing girls. her girls so bad. It's Sadie been and like Sabrina. A, yeah. So that was hard actually to watch. Jordan got like, very invested. Well, because I thought they edited they were- it very well. I thought they just let it be kind of like silent for a second mm. which on a show like this where there's always like some shit yeah later they did music the, the bullshit stuff but yeah for that exactly. moment it for was that quite moment, heartbreaking it was just like ooh, they just let you sit with that for a couple beats while yeah. she took it in anyway um it's time for some archery um one quick note oh. is that jeff said yes the reward um, when you win is the full viewing of your video. But if you're like Jenna, you don't have that. He's like, but you know, we're also sending one back. So there is something in it for you. Um, so they each get one shot. Greg goes first. He gets the closest. Kelly, uh, is a close second. And then everybody else is too far off. Um, Greg just goes up, shoots the bow. Yeah. Nails it. No one else can match. Yeah, and especially after Jenna shoots her shot and doesn't get close enough. It's like, who cares who about cares, what's right? happening next? Yeah. So he's very, uh, he wins and he is being very kind. He's like, you know what? My sister's pretty funny. If I'm going to get to watch this thing, why don't I let everyone watch? I think it'll boost all their morale. And I think it might have. Um, you know, in a way he didn't intend. <laughs> yeah. Strategically, I was thinking about that. Like, I mean, to be like such a stick in the mud with this. But like one of the things that Jervis also said was that it was good to see um, where everybody came from. And like even mm-hmm. the people you didn't like, uh, there was someone at home that loves and cares about them. Yeah. Type thing. And so strategically, how much do you want to show of that? I imagine that it's fine for Greg because nothing means anything. So yeah, his I think sister his, babbling on doesn't I matter. I think his whole family is like a, are sociopaths. 
Like, it seems like they just yeah. don't have real emotions. Yeah. And they're just like, whatever, I don't give a shit. And they're doing all the... Maybe they're aliens. Oh, coneheads. Because that makes more sense to me because of the way that they are, like, enthralled by, like, all the noises and all the little idiosyncrasies that mm-hmm. humans have. Like... Yeah. She was alien-like. just so freaking weird. And then they started, like... She kind of started the joke and he like played into it when it was time to do his thing mm-hmm. about like some brother sister incest. Yeah, Rudy's really worried about the incest. Really, really, really worried. worried. And then Rudy, <laughs> Rudy's sitting next to Greg when he's doing his uh, like video postcard back to home to mm-hmm. his sister. We're and gonna kill him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they let Rudy like chime in. He's like, Yeah, if you want us to kill him, we'll do it. Then we might kill him. <laughs> Is that doing you a favor? And this whole time, Jenna is just like off on her own shooting In my notes, practice. Jordan is very affected by Jenna is what I wrote. This is very well edited. No, I thought it was so contrived. It was very well done and I had feelings. <sighs> I don't know. That part wasn't as much. It They, they did kind of. Then you had the royalty free. you like, da na na. I wrote Jenna is doing Jenna's sad archery to Enya. Uh. Always so I wasn't any. that affected, Alex. You were. You were like, ooh, and I was like, nah. I cried a little. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> we're back at camp, though. Mm-hmm. Jervis is remarking on how Jenna may be playing on the emotions of the tribe yeah. because of what has happened. And he's like, she's a single parent. I'm a single parent. If she gets all those points, like, how am I going to fare? Yeah. And then everyone's like, how are you going to fare, Jervis? You are very lazy. And then we get another of our favorite montages of people working while Jervis plays cards and naps. Yeah. And he's like, you know, cards on the table, pun intended. Nice. Thank you. I mean, not so great, but like low hanging fruit. Um, I'm here to be an entertainer, he said. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to get by on my charm and, and my sort of good natured whatever. Yeah. And he's not pretending like he's doing more than he is. He does know a lot of different card games. <laughs> We get, another, we get another tree mail <laughs> for immunity. All right. So the tree mail this time is like in the form of a bunch of little index cards tied together on a rope. Roses are red. Peppers are yellow. Jordan was affected by Jenna. And now Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's a rope thing. That's the hint. It's just like, <laughs> we're going to do a thing. It involves ropes. That's Ain't pretty but a much rope all, thing. all you get, right? Mm-hmm. It's very like shoddily made. It looks like it's a, really bad. It's like a, like a part of a diorama. They let the intern do this one, Ooh. and uh, it didn't go well for him. No, we get a little cut to Jeff right before the challenge, and he's like, "It's it's day twenty four on the island." Oh yes, he's by a tree. He's I wrote that down. He, Jeff Probst is by a tree. God. This is probably around the point where you were starting to get tired of note taking. Very tired. I was starting to take I was over. Disinterested. Um, so he's talking about how this is the point where strategy is more important than ever. You gotta win immunity because if you don't, you're going home. Richard is gonna send said. you home. It's the he just explains the rules of the game. Yeah. But like his voice is so nice to listen to, you don't mind. He's really great. Like I wonder he's written some books i went on his website oh yeah i think there are some like children's books that he's written who isn't writing a children's book these days people that shouldn't i would love actually when i have kids i mean i get that book because Ew, when you have kids yeah i have a kid i have a dog <laughs> i'm gonna read her jeff probes book 
Lil, Lil Survivor. You think it's called oh Lil Survivor? <gasps> and it's just like a small, like diminutive version of Jeff Prose with like a little They call him Jeffy. <gasps> or Jeffrey. Maybe his name's Jeffrey. <sighs> no, he's always been Jeff. He's always been a Jeff. Mm. Mm. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. Uh, we just did that about. So there are ropes. There's, There's so ropes. many ropes. The thing is, uh, the thing has a name. It's called Into the Line. And I don't. They're still really clinging on to this like themed challenge. I wonder how long this goes on for. I don't know. They they I meant they this must... podcast. We can end it right now. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, it's been real. To our four followers out there. <laughs> we have ten Twitter sorry. followers. Right <laughs> sorry to sorry we to let you one. down. <laughs> I don't know where the eleventh went. It was a bot. Damn you, Arthur. <laughs> Damn you at the real Arthur. Was his name Arthur? No. Uh, well, shout out to Arthur. JP. How dare you unfollow How us? How dare you? You sent us so many complimentary texts. Speaking of JP, uh, Jeff Probst hey. is on. That was a great segue. Yes, I'm getting better. Yeah. So do you want to explain this challenge no. or do you want me to do it from memory? Go ahead. I got it. I mean, I wrote it down. It's pretty easy. It's actually one of the. There's something called carboners. Carabiners. There it is. <laughs> so maybe you take this one okay because i wrote so it down for another i thought this was great this is like one of the first uh versions of i think what we come to know and love as the individual survivor challenge challenges where they have like really weird kind of obtuse obstacle courses for people to do and so basically this is a maze of ropes with a bunch of poles that are numbered and the maze has everyone starting at the same point and they have to run along these ropes and they have a harness on with with two carabiners, two carabiners, carabiners <laughs> and they have to always be clipped onto the ropes and the ropes Although, are like tied around at certain points trees I saw that that wasn't true obstacles. nobody called it. Yeah, no one called it. <laughs> they did not have a good like referee situation going on, but you're supposed to just like run around, try and find your way along the ropes to all five of these checkpoints then come back. And um at each turn where you have to use a different carabiner, it's usually like there's a tree that blocks your path, so uh-huh. you have to switch to a different line. And there are lines that lead to dead ends. There are lines mm-hmm. that lead you back where you came, lines that lead you forward. Like, there's also a couple like you got to jump over a thing, you got to go under a thing, and there's... Prepositions there's just, all over the fucking mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. Busy prepositions, mm, always busy, on the... Busy, Over the rainbow. Over the rainbow is where you can fly. So Jervis, right out the gate, is just booking it. Yeah. Um, I, he makes the course seem really, really simple and easy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how that happened because everybody else is like, he he is like a, he's a basketball coach. So I mean, he's very limber and fast. Yeah. This is like a kind of physical challenge. But I mean the way that it was, it was framed or like the way that you saw it on screen, like I'm trying to see if I were there, how I could picture a path through or if I'd be able to be like, Oh, of course this line to this line. But Maybe he just got lucky. I think he. I think there's an element of luck, and also just he was moving so much faster than everyone else. That's he could true. like he that could fuck true. up a couple more times and still. Yeah, I mean, I think they only showed us one time that he had to go back because the only other person who was moving like that was Jenna. She was mm-hmm. constantly in second place, mm-hmm. and then you have Greg, and and every and they show like <laughs> the person's name and their and their like so it'll be like Jervis first place, Jenna. Close second. Currently second. Currently yeah, second. Yeah, currently second. And then and, Greg. And then Greg, currently lost. <laughs> and he's <laughs> just like, he say? It was he's so just like funny. clipping in. And then there's a shot of him with Sean, like in the same place, still stuck. 
and he and it just says Greg lost again, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "What happened to us? <laughs> what happened to us? What happened to us?" <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, I didn't know it was Sean and Greg. It was Sean okay, and Greg. That like, makes so much stuck more sense because like the tree. last immunity challenge where they were the two in front. <laughs> so <funny>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zero or hero to zero on that one. Hero to hero. Mm. So, uh, are you gonna put in a drop of like Hercules, uh, rewinded? Oh, back masked Hercules. Mm. So, obviously, Jervis wins. Yes, he does. Um, they don't make a whole bunch of hoopla about it, but that's just the way it goes. Um, so back at camp, Kelly is having the first glimmers of uh doubt yeah in this alliance in the way that she's playing the game she's feeling a bit guilty yeah guilt more than doubt i feel like she's oh. starting to get a little yeah a little cagey a little cagey um and then of course you have which is the main theme of this first season of survivor like playing the game with integrity or playing the game without besmirching your moral high ground i don't get this but do we at not all but do we not okay to what extent uh-huh. do you think that we feel this way just because we've seen all the other seasons of Survivor and now we have an idea of how uh, the game is played? Probably right, yeah. Played. I rather. mean, you're probably very right. But I mean, I also have an evil streak in me. Like we said no. this before. All right, don't do that. No, face. Just really? agree. Um, <laughs> what, not chaotic, lawful evil, chaotic. What is it? I don't know. Lawful evil is pretty dope. Lawful evil is like Darth Vader's lawful evil. Oh, that's not me. I'm just. Chaotic you're more like evil. chaotic evil, yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Or maybe you're just true, maybe chaotic neutral. No, chaotic, chaotic evil. evil. Yeah. All um, right. I'm pretty sure that regardless of any precedent, like if we had it before or not, if I were in this game, I'd still do this type of shit. Because the thing is that I feel, we've talked about this before, it's like the difference between people who are operating using game theory and people who are operating using ethics. And the people who are operating using ethics are just like floundering because they're in a game. Ethics are for life. Game theory is yeah, for it's games. it's a game show. It's but a game show. But what did they have show. before this? What like what have they seen before on television that is reality TV? I mean, this was 2001, but right? But people, everyone saying like, if you're going to play this game with blank, if you're going to play this game, they're using the term game. They know they're playing a game and they're playing for a reward. But does game inherently mean that there are no moral structures and limitations oh, within it? Man, that is actually a good question. Because I think they're dumb because you're... Well, because the point of a game... or So they're counting on the moral um, adherence of other people at any given point yeah. in time. They're, they're, they have assumed a fictitious, in my opinion, code upon entering this game that people will not transgress. However... That seems like they're being ignorant of the basic, like... I'm pretty sure there is an uh, actual game theory term for this. I think it's the the something of the commons. Where people operating under the assumption that, like, what is good for everyone, if they were to lead by example, mm-hmm. other people will follow. This is becoming... But that's still Bad a fallacy economics. in it. No, no, in and of itself, like if well, yeah. So it's a it's a fallacy. It's like that people operating under this. It's it's like so if you're to use like 
for example, global warming as an example, people who, (laughs) yeah, we're getting big here. People who are like, we as a country are going to follow these self-imposed rules on ourselves because global warming is bad. And if we all followed these rules, it would stop and the world would be a better place. Meanwhile, other people take advantage of you for doing that and they're able to come into these spaces. It's not economically advantageous. It's not game theory advantageous. Sure. I think that the the delineation between those two um, circumstances are that in this particular game, the game is capitalism. So there yeah. is that end goal that is mm-hmm. monetarily um, advantageous, I guess you would mm-hmm. say, and that goal to work towards that is sort of pulling against the moral whatever. But in like the general, not everybody's capitalist, even though money does kind of ruin and rule everything. Well, maybe it's the same. Listen, but cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. But yeah, it makes no sense if people are like, yeah, we're going to keep the people that we like or the people that are better for the team because the whole point is to whittle down the team Mm -hmm. to be the sole survivor to get that money. Maybe this is a great time to transition into tribal council because this is actually when we get to tribal council, Mm -hmm. the first time Mm -hmm. the jury is brought in. Right. So all of a sudden, this argument that we're having becomes much more pertinent because now you do have to balance, as Jeff Probst first act, asks Rich, you have to balance ruthlessness with likability. Because what's going to be happening is from now on, every person to get voted off is going to become a member of the jury. And the jury is going to decide between the final two survivors mm-hmm. which one is deser- most deserving to win the million dollars. So we're at tribal council um, after the ruthless versus likability question, Jeff sort of um, goes to Sue and to Kelly and just point blank is like, is there an alliance? Both of them Skipping say no. so many good things. Sorry, go ahead, babe. So after, uh, so he asks that question to Rich and Rich just says like, you know, I haven't really been worried about it. I'm just worried about catching fish because as long as I'm catching fish, they're going to keep me around. Which is very clunky. It's very, he's starting to lose his footing a little bit because as it gets like whittled down and people are starting to see what a, what a puppet master he is. Yeah. It's it's harder for him to play that game. Yeah. Which he I asked think... the same question of Jervis too. Mm. And Jervis's response is like, you think I'm thinking about that? He literally says, I'm winging it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is very, very um, honest. Cause yeah. he does seem like he's winging it. And then, uh, he asks Jenna, uh, oh, right. was Gretchen getting voted off a surprise for you? And Jenna was like, yeah, it was, but it seems like they're, you know, people are eliminating leaders now. Yeah, they're picking off the people that are the strongest and the yeah. biggest threat. So if I get picked off, I'll wear it like a badge of honor. I'll be very yeah um, appreciative of the fact that they saw me as a threat. I'm like, yeah, you go, girl. I mean, take whatever you can <laughs> as you leave. <laughs> like- and, and then he asks Sue, point blank, is there an alliance She's a much better liar than Kelly. Oh, my God. She's like, hmm? No, I don't know. I mean, if there is, like, you know, I, I vote, vote off. off the people I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> people I wouldn't want to work with on a job. She's like, it's like at work. But, you know, now here I get to vote them off. That's great. Yeah. Which I was like, solid answer. And he's to. like, Kelly, how about you? And she goes, do I have to answer? I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. What Sue said. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. So 
So then he asks Colleen, would you play sides? <sighs> Given the opportunity, would you play sides on people? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, then what are you here for? Yeah, like you know that there's money at the end of this. So if you're not willing to do all that it takes, why the fuck are you here? And she's like, well, I'm here for the money. But um, but I, she gives such a non-answer I don't that I can't do even that. remember it. Yeah, I don't. I wrote it down. It was nothing. She just doesn't like alliances, basically. But that's the end of the questions. And it's Thank God. time to vote. So, Alex, who the fuck are you going to vote for? First, I went with Greg mm-hmm. because if he doesn't have immunity right now, get him the fuck out. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. I'm questioning that now. That's Everybody what I was puts such first, like, weight on him, but what has he actually done in the game except bed Could Colleen? Be. No. <laughs> Who knows? That was what he did. Keep him till the end for that moment. That yeah, was the I want the moment. full musical review. Um, so at first I said Greg, but then I was like, I mean, like he's won challenges or mm-hmm. immunity rather. So he's a threat physically. Sure. But he doesn't really seem to be doing anything with his mental game as much as he likes like tiptoeing around the, the, the roses with Richard. Um, yeah, he's out of his league with rich. Like maybe I just don't think he has any end game ever. He's chaotic yeah, evil too. He's chaotic evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't. So maybe I'm not chaotic evil because like I am much more focused than that. No, I think he's chaotic neutral. I think he doesn't uh, care one way or the other. Yeah. He just likes stirring the pot. That's true. So then I realized, oh, Sean's still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any chance I can get, I will vote this motherfucker off. Yeah. So Sean gets my vote, even though nobody else is voting for him. I probably would just be like, hey. Throw that out there. That's funny you said that because <laughs> I was thinking uh, also Sean. But here's why: because he can flip. He's the one who's gonna flip. He's gonna ruin their alliance. They're gonna. They're gonna. Well, turn it depends him. on then what side you're on. So I if was you're thinking, Pagong or Tagi, I was thinking if you have four, and they have five, but one of the five is going like, oh, I'm only gonna vote alphabetically. They don't have five. I don't think they ever said that they had five. They just have the four. Well, I'm just saying like the numbers of the former tribes. Okay. So if you're sticking with your tribe is your alliance and each team is trying to flip the others. Mm-hmm. Sean's the only one who you could possibly flip. No, so you flip can't him. Flip. You can flip Kelly. You gotta flip, you can flip Sean. No, Kelly's the one that you go to. Sean doesn't know shit from Shinola. He knows nothing about anything. You just leave him to, the, you know, put him on a raft. Just push him out to sea. Do whatever. Give him the super pole. Put him on a yeah. raft and float him. And with no paddles. And then he'll be like, hey, what? And then that'll be fine. And Can nobody I get that pays one, attention. More, one more time? <laughs> what is he going to say? No. You're better at... Come on, the, do it. Come no, on, you do, it. do the, Please do it. Please do Jordan. a Jerry Seinfeld impression. No, please. I don't have one. I don't have one. I don't have you one. You got to make it. I don't either. You do. You, you have that. I have Sue. Oh. And that's it. Like, <laughs> you, why are you putting me out of sea? <laughs> Hey, not a drop of water. You got great hands. He's like, drop, not a drop of water, not dropped a drink. Isn't that what he said? I read that. I read that nice. Are you saying words? Are you saying? That's my. Anyway, so put him out to sea on a raft, and then you know the producers really shouldn't intervene. Just let it go, and then you want it. 
Kelly's the one that you go to. That's the no, smart gameplay. Right. She was flippable. Yeah, she still she's is. been. She still is. She's been. So these are the votes <laughs> that we see. Jervis votes for Jenna. Colleen votes for Jenna. Sean votes for Greg because of alphabet. He would have voted for Jervis, but Jervis had immunity. So next one is Greg. And Sean's like, you know, Um, I just don't think it's going to mean anything. I'm just voting alphabetically. So blah, blah, blah. Is he a genius? (laughs) Is he the smartest player in this game? Wow. Maybe he is. No, he's not. He's definitely not. And then Greg votes for Jenna. With the sickest burn, dude. What did you say? First times. First time for paranoia. Second time for irritation. And third time because my ear infection is clearing up. Oh, damn. That was great. Yes. I mean, what a way. Sick burn. I don't remember the first two. And then uh, then Rich votes for Greg and he says, no more competition. And I was like, just chills. Chills. I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. You're like my favorite dictator. Who's your favorite dictator? Mm, Edie, I mean. Really? Uh, No. Mussolini, hands down. Uh, Musa. Musa. He loved Me. rice. Speaking of rice. Rice? Yeah. He was so into rice. How do you know this? Mussolini was like, you know what a great cash crop is that we should really get into is rice. And that's why risotto is a thing in Italy. Jesus. Okay. Had no idea. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> Greg is a voted off. Yeah. And it's like. At the end, they show the alliance leader voting for Greg, and it's like, well, now I know who's going to be voted off. They yeah, I don't really know. Really undramatic. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I, for the scant few people that yeah. didn't think there was an alliance. The people who just tuned in. That's fine. That's fine, yeah. So uh, Greg gets voted off, and the first thing he does is make this really annoying, like, fake crying noise. He's like, yeah, why? He's just like playing it up and making you a big monster. scene. Colleen thinks it's the funniest thing in the world and she's just dying laughing. PSA to all the Colleens of the world. A fuck boy's gonna fuck. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare waste your time. He's not texting you back. Reclaiming my time. Look at us. We're so pop culture. We are. Listen, if he leaves you on red. Listen, I have nothing. And then after he leaves, Rudy's like, oh, I be- you know, I believe them. not make that noise. <laughs> he's like, ah. Oh. No, he, uh. he just goes, you know, I believed them for a minute. And I was like, well, he's crying back there. Look at those tears. Look at those tears. And that's it. It was a really quick, like, zip it up. Like, let's finish this tribal council. I really do maintain that Jeff was under the weather. He was like, I'm done with this shit for today. Can we please go back to my air-conditioned hut? Thank you. Yurt. You yurt? He, oh, yeah. I bet he has a yurt. 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 <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, it is Twitter slash this is B2R. We also have a Patreon page. Twitter slash, you just say at. You just say, the cool kids just say at. I am. Follow us on Twitter at this is B2R. Or if you want to send us an email, this is B2R at gmail.com. You can write words. You can put punctuation in there, capitalize the beginning of your sentences, and we might read it. You can use Grammarly, which I'm hoping will be one of our Plug for Grammarly. Yeah. If you plug it, they will come. (laughs) 
Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Casper. 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 Ooh. I want my whole apartment like, to be mattresses. <gasps> I really want That'd a Casper so mattress cool. so badly. I hear they're really great, and mine has like a lot of divots in it. Yeah, Casper wouldn't do that. You know why? Mm. Because ergonomically, it's, <laughs> it's made of a perfect blend of temper memory and latex foam oh, good. for a wonderful combo between. I don't even have the copy in front of me. I listen to so many other podcasts. A perfect balance between sink and bounce. Does that sound right? I think that's I right. I mean, that's it, guys. Listen, have you guys tried me undies? Stop. <laughs> me undies is made from a super fabric <laughs> called micromodal, which is two billion times softer than cotton. Also, Have you Keith also Herring tried is- Adore Me lingerie sets? For your first order, you can only get them for $24. What's that? Is it Valentine's Day again? Oh. Harry's Berries, the chocolate dipped strawberries <laughs> that only exist during Valentine's Day. Cracker Jack boxes. Do they exist still? I don't know. I can't even say exist. Here we go. Big Island Pineapple from Nature Box. Mm-hmm. Goya Beans. Goya Beans! <laughs> what if we get sponsored by Goya? Oh, that'd be so cool. I'm... Anyway, guys, keep lo- watching the space for when we finally get sponsored by Goya. Also, fo- we will have a mini soap up on our Patreon. This is a fucking promise. I'm making this it's happen. It's going to happen. But yeah, follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash this is B2R. Yeah, we Every appreciate you. We appreciate you. <laughs> Next week on Back to Reality. Next week on Survivor, episode 9, Old and New Bonds. We have Kelly and Sue duking it out. We're really just like fighting by the beach. I don't know. They're in the water. I feel like this is one of those where there's like a deep undercover agent who's starting to sympathize with the people he's spying on. Kelly's like, I don't know. They've got a lot of good ideas. And Sue's like slapping her. like, you have one mission. Listen, you got... Listen, shape up, kid. You had one job. You had one job. Um, yeah, so Kelly is... is uh, you could kiss your career on the force goodbye. <laughs> never make it. You'll captain. never make it to captain. Um, so Kelly is fraternizing with the enemy, a.k.a. she's on the beach with Jenna at one point. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear your voice. I'm going to save that. (laughs) It's called a warm-up, people.